Welcome to Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life, The Feminine Rising. My name is Julie Paulston. I am your host, and I am so absolutely honored that you stopped by. Each week, I'm going to be sharing my own personal journey, and I'm also going to be interviewing some incredible people that will be sharing their journeys as well, in hopes that we can educate, motivate, and inspire you to live the best possible life that you can. So grab your favorite beverage, maybe a snack or two, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because at the end of the day, this truly is all about you. Welcome back, everybody. This is going to be so much fun today. And this is <laughs> the Phoenix of your own life. And yes, I'm a little crazy. Everybody knows that. But today is going to be super, super fun. I have with me... Colleen, and she is probably one of the coolest chicks that I've met, and I just love her. I love everything that she stands for. I love who she is as a person, and so I want to share with you a little bit about Colleen, and then I have a question for her. So Colleen shared that when you stand on the edge of a cliff and you think you're no longer worthy, that you've reached a darkness in your life that seems inescapable you're ready to leave this earth, it is time. But as we all know, the universe always has other plans. From rock bottom to beautiful beginnings, Colleen has been in the coaching world for over 30 years. An extensive career in health and fitness, after hitting an all-time low, she walked out of the corporate world and discovered who she really was <laughs> and started her business. It is through these practices, love for life and herself, that Colleen now coaches women to rediscover themselves, their worthiness, self-love, and to get out of their own way. A Reiki and crystal healer, intuitive card reader, photographer, and women's empowerment and mindset coach, she is living the dream. No kidding. Living life on her terms. <laughs> her mission is to help women escape the prison of their own mind, conquer their limiting beliefs, and enjoy the beautiful gift of life. When she's not in this space, you'll see her running on the beach. See, this is also why I love you so much. Enjoying sunrises <laughs> and spending time on her property with her beautiful wife. So Colleen, I always start out with a question. Yes. This is Be the Phoenix of Your Own Life. Mm -hmm. What is one pivotal moment that you can think of? And I'm sure you have multiple, but what is one pivotal yes. moment that you can remember that you had to rise from the ashes to reclaim your divine inner Phoenix? And how has that impacted your journey since then? Yes. Well, yes, there are many. However, <laughs> I will go to the one that I, that you started with, with the cliff face. So in October, 2018, I'd actually turned up to my corporate job. So I was the general manager of a, a gym fitness club and I taught a cycle class and normal day taught a cycle class came downstairs had a shower got everything ready and I sat at my desk and I just went no I'm not meant to be here so I emptied out my gym bag and I it's all a little bit blurry blurry but I emptied out my gym bag and I walked about six k's to the beach where there's this massive cliff and as I got to the beach, I filled my backpack with rocks because I'm a lifeguard and I didn't want to be able to swim. So I knew that the, where the top of the cliff was, I was jumping into the ocean. And I knew that if I jumped into the ocean, I would be able to swim to safety because of 
I'm a strong swimmer. I'm a lifeguard. I'd be able to save myself. I didn't want that to happen. So the, the actual walk from my work to the cliff face is a bit of a blur. I don't remember a lot of that. I just remember a voice in my head saying, this is the right thing to do. It's time for you to leave. I still get emotional about it because it's pretty full on. <laughs> It's good. Then, let those, yeah, it there's is. nothing better than seawater, oh, tears. Yeah. Just let, girl, let it out. That's yeah. what you're here for. I actually, I actually run up this cliff every day. Wow. And um, give, yeah, and just give thanks that I'm still here. So it's, it's very cool. So anyway, I got to this cliff face and it was actually whale watching season where I live. So I was watching these beautiful humpback whales breaching out to sea. And I thought, I don't know, something just in me said, when, the, when you see the last whale, that's your calling. So I saw the last whale and I stood up and I put my backpack on, which was freaking heavy, by the way. And I, <laughs> Full of rocks. <laughs> I, yeah. And as I went to step, this gives me goosebumps still, as I went to step off the cliff, a baby whale breached directly in front of me and just jumped and we looked at each other and it disappeared. It disappeared into the water and I just jumped back, like just stepped back as if to say, what the hell was that? And I looked down into the water and I was like, did I just see that? <laughs> did that actually just happen? And then this hand, human hand, grabbed my shirt and it was my stepson. Oh. Oh. I'm so yeah, glad so that was pretty you trippy. saw that baby. <laughs> I'm so glad that you saw that baby whale. I've actually got a painting. A friend of mine did a painting of me, a portrait of me with this whale in the background. It's absolutely stunning. And, um, yeah, I, I turned around to my stepson and I said, did you just see that? And he said, yes. And I said, and how the hell did you know I was here? He said, I don't know. Wow. And then we just sat and cried for about two hours. And then my, well, she's my wife now, but my partner at the time and her daughter turned up and we all just sat there for hours and hours and, the next day I walked into my job and quit. Isn't that an amazing was, feeling? You just, yeah, it's like it was, this freedom. It was scary because I'd been doing it for 30 years in the industry itself, like being in the actual fitness industry itself, just doing what I do. And I was getting bullied and there was a lot of gaslighting and my self-worth was obviously at an all time low. Like my boss used to, if I didn't hit budgets or whatever it was, you failed again, you failed again. Um, you, and it was just, yes, I'm, and that's just how I thought of myself, which reminded me a lot of what my ex-husband was like, I guess. But um, I walked in and I quit and I, I walked out of the office and I looked at my reception staff and just said, I think I just resigned. <laughs> and then I just burst into tears and I walked out of the building and I rang my partner and said, I just quit. And she went, 
you're kidding me because she'd been wanting me to do it for years and years and I said yes and then I just went what am I going to do with my life mm-hmm. what am I actually going to do this is my life that has been for all of these years what am I going to do and then just everything just kind of fell into place I had a lot of therapy right um but then I that was the pin that was the actual the the worst darkest day that I can remember and it actually turned out that it was world mental health day it was the 10th of the 10th 2018 was my darkest day yeah and then I walked out of my job on the 31st of October so it was Halloween (laughs) 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 not that that like meant anything at the time but it just makes me giggle now um so every year on the anniversary that on the 10th of October every year I go back to that cliff face and I meditate and I laugh and I cry and I jump up and down and and it's just a really beautiful feeling. And I still look for that whale, but I haven't seen her again. I Wait, think it was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> she'll come back one day and she'll come out of the water and you'll be like, oh, I, re- I recognize you. I recognize that little eyeball <laughs> of yours. It was, it was the most amazing experience. I love whales. I love the ocean. I think I was a mermaid in a past life, but the whales themselves are just beautiful creatures. So I I don't know. It was just a very bizarre, surreal, spiritual moment that happened for a reason. Absolutely. It stopped stopped me in my tracks. So So now where do you live? Where are you at? I live in in Coffs Harbour, which is a coastal, it's on the east coast of New South Wales in Australia, hence the accent. Um. So if for people that are familiar with Australia, it's halfway between Sydney and Brisbane, which is New South Wales and Queensland. So it's beautiful. It's paradise. It's absolutely beautiful. I love it. So we live on a little three-acre property. Um, we've got a couple of little horses and a lake, and it's just beautiful. So get the best of both worlds. Oh, it's be- and, and I, I get it because I live in Pensacola, Florida. And so we have the white sandy beaches and mm. like this morning I went out and I chase, I go to the gym, um, during the week. And then I always try and chase the sunrise as many days as I possibly can. Same. Because to me, yeah. there's, I, I, it's so funny. I love the sunset. I think the sunset is beautiful, but there's something magical about the sunrise. Yes, And I think it's the newness, it's the new day that you get to create however you want to. So, 100%. Now you do Reiki and crystals. So talk to me about that. How did you get into Reiki and crystals? Uh, always loved crystals, always had a fascination with Reiki. And after all of this happened, um, I went to... It was a bit of a bizarre transformation actually because I was actually sitting in my lounge room and I thought I need to find, I was looking, I was on the internet and I was looking for women's empowerment and or just Googling stuff and this woman came up and I thought, ooh, she looks like a cool chick. And I saw that she had a podcast. So I started listening to her and almost became obsessed. And then I saw that she was running a retreat in Washington, D.C. for three days And I said to my partner, I need to go. She said, you're going to fly, sit on a plane for 27 hours, 
to go to Washington for three days. And I went, yeah, I need to go. So it was after, and I did that in, in August 2019, so 12 months after my little episode, I did that. And when I came back from that, that was when everything really started to flow. So I started reading about Reiki and just knew that I had, I've always had a really good intuition and gut instinct. And I signed up with this lady to do a Reiki healing course. And the things that came through for me when I was practicing on people was quite it scared me initially because a lot of people that had passed on were coming through and it scared me initially. And I was telling them to bugger off and it was really, it was, it was really, yeah. it was the most bizarre thing. Cause I'd be looking over my shoulder going, is there someone actually standing there or this is, and then I went, I, she said, no, you need to just let them come in and they're, they're coming in for a reason. Uh, and that started my Reiki journey. So I've been doing that ever since. And I, love it and I've had a fascination with crystals and I've just been blending that in so I did my crystal my crystal practitioners training as well because I wanted to understand I guess the energy behind the crystals not just you know this crystals for this and this crystals for this I wanted to feel their energy as well as understanding what they're about and it's I mean it's just energy again isn't it it's we're all off energy and crystals are just amazing absolutely yeah, I, amazing energy so as much as you can everywhere. wear yeah and I think when people buy crystals and go I'm going to get that crystals because if I put that crystal in my bra then all my problems will be solved I'll just and rub some oil do, on my forehead yeah, at the same time yeah, yeah and <laughs> stick my feet in the earth and I'll be good but obviously it's a lot more than that but feeling the energy of those crystals and understanding them has just given me just a lot more insight into how we're all connected and not just connected as humans, but connected in energy. And it's, it's absolutely fascinating and it's, it's beautiful. And I'm, I'm a sunrise girl. I get up at four o'clock every morning yep. and yep. go for my run. And people say, why do you run in the dark? And I say, because that's my peace. That's my quiet. And then as, as I'm finishing daylight starts to hit and I get to just sit and it's like, I'm absorbing that sunrise into me. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, I although, I don't really run. I wouldn't say run. (laughs) I'm more of a woggler. It's a walk, jog, kind of run kind of thing. But it's funny because I always joke that I don't run because there's no hungry grizzly bears chasing me. But um, I sign up for my goal is I do a 5k every month. And uh, I get that. I totally get that. So for those that are listening and are like, okay, Julie, Colleen, what the hell is Reiki? How do you just, cause I'm a level two, I'm a level two Reiki practitioner. Yes, um, I don't practice it enough to get hit master yet, but how do you describe it to people that are like, what the hell are you talking about? The way it feels to me is working through people's chakras and feeling their energy. To me, it's, it's almost like you're clearing out the negative energy of people and balancing out the good. That's how it feels when I do it. It's, it's very vibrational for me. I feel a lot of heat. Um, and I, well, basically the way I start is I'll call in any spirits that want to come in and help and any energy and positive feelings that they would like to tr- 
transcend through me into them, please come in and share. Uh, and I think that's why I'm inviting spirits in. That's why they come in. But for me, it's more on people's energy. I can feel, I'll feel whether it's, I can say positive or negative energy because that's how it feels to me. I'll just be, if I'm in a certain area of someone's body, I will feel that that's not so good there. So I'll spend more time there. And then it's almost like I'm, you know, when you get a, a dustpan and a brush and you're sweeping, it's almost like I'm cleaning that up and, and tipping yeah. it out. And then, and that's how it feels that that's what I'm doing in my mind is I'm clearing out that negativity and balancing out the good so that then people feel that it's throughout their whole body, not just in certain areas. So I'll feel people's blockages. Say, for example, it's their throat. Um, they may not tell me that and I'll feel a lot of heat. I'll feel um, almost pain in my body and it may not be my throat. It may be somewhere else. I'll often get an intense headache. Um, but for me, it's just balancing out people's internal energy. And I think that's when people don't understand it because we're used to physical touch as in massage therapy and chiropractors and physiotherapy, whereas Reiki to me is it's the, the energy that we can't see to me is probably what's more important. Yeah, I think, uh, and it's funny because when people hear about Reiki and when they hear about intuitive healing, a lot of people are like, oh, Julie, there you go with your woo-woo shit again. And I'm like, but, <laughs> but, it, but it works if you just, if you allow it to work, it works. I think that one of the biggest things, I mean, here in the United States, and I don't know if it's the same in, Aus in um, Australia, but everybody's so over-medicated. Like if in, mm. in the United States, you watch TV and all medications are commercial. So like, if you have this, take this pill and then you have this, take this pill and this and this tip. Yeah. And it's almost like anything holistic is poo-pooed because, well, you know, that's just woo-woo shit. However, science is now starting to really back it up. And we mm. now have different hospitals that bring Reiki practitioners in for their cancer patients. Oh, wow. There are certain nice. hospitals that are starting to do that where they're bringing Reiki practitioners in to help because they're understanding that energy disease is just dis-ease. There's something going on in the mm. body. There's something going on in the mind that needs to be eased and needs to be balanced. So you do Reiki and you do crystals. And then I know that you have some other courses. What else do you do as far as you with women empowerment? I usually, well, because I've been so into business um, and help run businesses, run my own fitness businesses in the past, I help women that are often just starting out and get a, a little bit lost with, trying to build their business but losing where they're at within themselves. And I think once you understand who you are at a deeper level, then everything else falls into place. I tend to attract women who have had some kind of trauma in their life that they haven't quite healed from. I think um, with all due respect to psychology and everything, I think it's amazing I've had a psychologist in the past that it can often be a band-aid therapy for our past coding, you know, and a lot of that's not dealt with is how we were brought up, how we were, you know, different belief systems, et cetera, uh, ingrained in our DNA that we don't necessarily want to live by anymore. And it's how to, 
how to get rid of that and, and live by how you want to live. Um, for example, I was brought up in a Catholic family. Hello, I'm gay. I, you know, I was going to say, so you, you're going, you you're going to hell. Like, <laughs> well, join the club. I'm driving the bus. <laughs> Get on. <laughs> so I'm going to shift directions really quick. Cause that's how my brain works. Hi, welcome to yep. Dory brain. So you mentioned that you had an ex-husband, you were raised Catholic. What was the mm. journey like for you to come out and find your partner and start celebrating who you authentically are? scary as hell because I I rejected it a lot I rejected her a lot and if she is the most amazing human if if I was her being treated by me I would have got rid of me years ago I was I was not nice I was confused um so I'd let the guard down I'd bring her in and then it'd be like no hang on a minute this isn't right this isn't what's meant to be. This isn't who you're meant to be with for a start. It's a chick. Like this is not, this is not right. And in the end of it, at the end of it all, this, this went on and off for probably five years. Wow. Before I, I just went, you know what? Screw it. I actually want to be happy. Yeah. So I lost, I'm one of nine children. Uh, and I, I'm, I speak with or I have a good relationship with three of my siblings and my mum and dad. No one else, you know, I've been, my sister told me that I'm riddled with disease and sleeping with my wife would be like having sex with an animal. Wow. So, yeah, wow. bye, Felicia. Yeah. Deuces. So, I got to go. I, I just, I've never. Yes, um, it's quite sad. I was on the way to the beach this morning and it, it's so funny that we're talking about this because I don't know if you've ever heard that Macklemore song, Same Love. Yeah. And that was playing on the way to the beach this morning. And I was thinking to myself, cause my niece is gay. Um, and I came from an industry of hairstylists where if you are straight, there's, there's not a whole lot of straight men in the industry. And I know having the, being an ally, I'm very outspoken as an ally. I just, for me, I mean, not only it's an ally for that, but I'm a huge Black Lives Matter supporter because my children are mixed. And so for me, I just, I don't understand the thought process behind how you can hate someone for loving someone. I, it's just a process that I have never understood how do you hate someone for a looking different than you believing different than you or loving somebody that you don't possibly think, but you grew up like that as a Catholic, that is like, it is not allowed. It's not something right. that is, you know, that's, that's electrical aversion therapy and, and the whole nine yards. How it's do you not discussed. Sorry. It's not discussed with my, parents I mean obviously we're together but my parents just they don't discuss anything about it they don't bring it they when we're when we go to visit they're about three hours away so when we, and they're quite elderly my mum's at this well she's at the start of dementia and she'll tell you that but then she forgets <laughs> so she tells bless so they're they're 90 so when we go to visit them it's just um, spending as much quality time as we can with them, but they don't, 
they don't judge us. They don't say anything. They, I think that they've just accepted it, but it's not something that they may agree with, but they've never, ever brought it up with us. Whereas my other family, I just, look, it, it was hard at the start. And then I just accepted that I could put my energy into wondering why they think that, or I could put my energy into people that actually do accept me and just let that go. Just because we're born of blood, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have to have that relationship. I don't, I just, I, I just don't need that in my life. I've had enough crap and I just, I want to be surrounded by people that actually don't care who I am, that just accept me for who I am because that's the kind of person I am. I really I don't care what colour you are, what you believe in. Um, just be nice. Yeah, be a good, be a good human. Be a yeah. nice human. It's, 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 it's not that hard to be it's a nice It's not human. that hard. I mean, it's not that hard. <laughs> what do you think was one of the pivotal moments for you with your partner that you just finally went this is who I am and everybody else can kiss my ass. Because it's very difficult when you're say walking up the street and couples are holding hands and you are, and you are, you're glared at or you look down upon and just got sick of hiding who we were, I guess. And I just went, screw it. Like, I don't know that there was a pivotal moment. I think it was just that I, I had to accept it within me that it was actually okay, even though we were together, that I just went, I actually don't care what people think. You can think whatever you like. It's not going to change who I am as a human being. So, yeah. I love that. That is, yeah. I think that you get to that point in your life where other people's opinion, I, I talk about it all the time, is that when we get up in the morning, it's like we take this invisible pill of the OPO and it's other people's opinion. And, you know, we're always so worried when we leave the house, we're so worried what our neighbors are gonna think and what anybody else, you know, we get to work, what are my coworkers? We, women don't wear lipstick for men or for their partners. We wear lipstick for other women because we already know that it's almost like this inherent competition. Mm. And what's funny is I discover is that some of the people that we think are the most put together are some of the most insecure. Yeah. Because they just are so worried about what other people think. I just, I love that you coach to worthiness and rediscovering who you are. Yeah. And it's, it's like so in line with what I did. It's, it's like when I, when I saw you in the, the um, 10K in 10 days, I was like, Oh, she's my new best friend. I don't, I don't know where she's at. I don't even care. She's my yeah. new best friend. <laughs> it's funny. It's it's funny when the women, when I start coaching women, because it'll often be, you know, I have, you know, I don't think very highly of myself or I've lost, I've lost my self-confidence and, and quite often it'll come back from some kind of, um, it's some kind of coding, something that happened to them when they were a kid or, and I don't necessarily mean something traumatic, but right. just that coding of that upbringing or whatever. And when we work, start to work through that, it's like, whoa, that's actually affected me more than I thought it had. So it's working through that and understanding that they're not alone, that everybody, a lot of people have those kind of issues. And when a lot of women come in, they, they go, oh, they'll always say, this probably sounds weird or this probably sounds stupid. And I go, do you know how many women actually say that? Yeah still worried about that judgment even though you're their coach they're still worried about that judgment it's 
it's the the sad thing is is that the women that crave validation they're just craving that validation and that love in the end and that's and that's what I think as women and as coaches is what we do is is bridging that gap so more and more women have that confidence to just thrive in their own skin yeah the amount of women that just there's there's not a woman that I've coached that can confidently look in the mirror and just absolutely love the skin she's in so and I think with having a health and fitness and nutrition background I work from the inside out and then the outside in because coaching on just food and it's all intuitive it's you know I don't count calories I don't do all that no it's just you can't out train a bad diet like in my gym it says across the wall you can't out train a bad diet you also for me it even goes further than that you can't out train a negative mindset so Mm. I used to be almost 300 pounds I used to be about 280 and it's funny because as I sit now I can still look in the mirror and see her even though I work out all the time. And though I've done that internal work every once in a while, I'll hear something or I'll see something and I'll turn and I see, and it wasn't until probably a year and a half ago that I had a full length mirror in my house. So I get that mindset and yeah, me too. you know, you go, you go for help and you're like, Oh, I know this is going to sound silly. And, and, you know, when I would have guests that would sit in my chair and I would do their hair, they would, they, the first thing they would do is apologize for their hair. Or like, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't put makeup on today. Or, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't wash my hair today. And, oh, I'm sorry, it's just really not. And it's, we apologize so quickly instead of just owning who the hell we are yeah. and loving who we are. And I think yes. that's why I work with women. Um, you know, it's like, be the Phoenix of your own life, the feminine rising, because I think that if we can heal the divine feminine, the divine masculine will follow because when we are healed and we're complete and we are not necessarily taking care of everybody else, but ourselves yeah. first. Yeah. Because I mean, at two years old, you think of it, the first thing that happens when you're like two or three is somebody hands you a dolly and goes, here you go. Here's your baby. Take care of it. Yep. And that's, that's where it starts for the rest of your life. Now take it care of everybody else. Mm. But we forget that this is the most important person to take care of is ourselves. Yes. hundred percent. I love how you just work from the inside out. Where do you see your path going? Part of me doesn't want to see it going. I want to. I want that element of surprise. And I think because I've been such a control freak and OCD and wanted to run everything and, you know, obviously having to be organized in business, it's nice to, to wonder what happens every day. Like what I, obviously I have it. You have a plan for your business. You have your clients and everything booked in, but what will actually happen today? Who will, you know, we, we've probably got women calibrating to us now, but we don't know. And that's, what's really cool. It's, Oh, that gives me goosebumps because I just wanting to be in control and wanting to um, know everything that needed to happen and having to be organized and having to have a plan for a plan. And I used to have a schedule for a schedule for a schedule, just to have a schedule. Like it just, I did my own head in seriously. Whereas now I, 
when I wake up in part of my filling my cup every morning is my body clock wakes up at around 3 a.m. So I'll actually, I'll lay in bed and meditate and everything. And I always say, my day is semi-planned, but I look forward to what you're going to bring me. I'm excited yes. to see what's going to happen. Yeah. So I see my, my life being magnified and doing more of what I do now, but it's more being able to do what I do, but from wherever I want to do it, because I want yeah. we want, obviously when we're allowed to travel, um, because our, as much as COVID didn't directly affect me very much, we were in a bit of a bubble where I lived. We, you know, we didn't have to have masks. We didn't have to, I know it's, I still ran every day. The, the th- only thing that affected me was the gym was closed. That was it. Ooh, yeah. I ran on the beach every day. I have like, there was no, you have to wear masks. You have to do this. You have to do this. It was just, it was like we were in this little bubble and COVID was around us in the world. And it was very, very bizarre. So when, and obviously we couldn't travel. So we got married last year and we were meant to go to Bali for our honeymoon. So we had plans to get married on our property, which we still did. Uh, And then we couldn't go to Bali. So we went just to a resort a couple of hours away. So that was the only time we went, oh there's actually a pandemic on that's affecting us right now oh and toilet paper of course oh my god I I still I still I still do not understand the whole toilet paper thing I don't think I ever will it was like (laughs) do you honestly think that you are gonna have to go that badly that you have to like hoard all this toilet paper yeah toilet paper and leg and legumes because I'm vegan so Everybody was had drained all the shelves of meat. I don't eat meat, so it didn't affect me. But when I went in to buy my chickpeas and there weren't any, oh, look out. I oh, was not happy, girl. Yeah. <laughs> we have issues. We, so, we have some um, issues. Yeah, we have but, that. Um, I yeah, went into I'm, a store and they were missing can the tomatoes. Like I get there's a certain box of tomatoes that it's not in a can. It's in a box and it's just tomatoes and it's from Italy. And I go in the store and I'm like, somebody took, where are my tomatoes? <laughs> so, I know, isn't it funny? Like, and then another day it would be something else. And I'm like, eh. yeah, but hopefully we're going to swing through to the other side. Yes. Of it. Yeah. The but my path. Yeah, my path is open at the moment and I'm excited. Things are beautiful. My life is amazing. Um, I have beautiful people in my life. I'm absolutely loving the the path that I'm on as far as my business goes, the the variety that I have in it. And I think that's what's really cool because I was always told that I should niche down. I needed to just focus on one thing and I didn't want to be in a box again. I knew that I would always be involved in fitness and health. I've only just recently, I've been approached by a a gym here in town and I've recently gone back into um, the gym world, which was a little bit scary, but I got through that and absolutely Mm -hmm. having a ball being back in there. I think it was just the energy that I felt because of how I left. So had to do a little bit more internal healing on that, but I'm loving being back in there and doing my photography and my Reiki and my card readings and my, my coaching is what I love. Yeah, um, it's my favorite. One-on-one and group. And I just, I love listening to women when have that aha moment because when they get a, 
when they have that aha moment, that's when you know the work's truly going to start. It's like, but I'm doing this and I'm journaling and I've got the crystal in my bra and I'm chanting and, but why do I still feel like crap? It's like, oh, girlfriend, you need to go deeper. Yeah. (laughs) And when they hit that moment and it's, that's what gives me goosebumps. It's like, yes, now we can do the work because you know that you can take them on this path and and guide them in. But when they go, I'm ready to fly. Yeah. (laughs) to become that phoenix that you go, this is cool. This is really cool because it's another woman that's going to fill her cup first, that's going to look after her first, that's going to love herself first, it's going to nurture herself first. And it's just a beautiful thing to see. It's just, it's amazing. And when they, and when you have those women that do that, you watch them and then you watch their families shift. Yes. And you watch their relationships shift and you watch, they could be at a job that they just before just really didn't like. And it had, didn't have anything to do with the job had to do with the internal structure of what was going on. And the minute they released the, all the, the yuck berries, all of a sudden now they've discovered (laughs) something about their job that they actually liked. And it's just, it's, it's, I love, love, love that. Well, I can talk to you like for the rest of the day, but I know you have an appointment. So I have a question for you. Um, But before that, how, if somebody's listening to this and goes, oh my God, I need to work with Colleen. (laughs) Because I believe that there is no piece of a pie. There just is no pie. Everybody works with who they're called. Yes, 100%. Find you. I'm going to put all your links in the show notes. So, whoever's listening, go read the damn notes because that's where all the good stuff is. But Um, where do they find you? I'm a social media girl. I find websites are like being stuck in a spider web. There's no, there's no personal, there's nothing. It's just, it's a website. So, I'm a social media girl, just. You can contact me. I think I put my Instagram and my Facebook link there. Just jump on and message me. I'm always in there. I'm obsessed with it. I love it. I love connecting with people, even if it's just um, just to say hi. Like I'm I'm always in there. I love it. I'm open to just having a chat. But if they wanted to see what else I do, I have a couple of programs. I've got an amazing program coming up, um, but I haven't released it yet. And that's working from the inside out. It's going to be very it's just like 34 years of work just put into this program it's going to be for three weeks it's a three-week program it's absolutely beautiful so I've been waiting for the right time and I know that it's the right time now so um but one-on-one groups I've got a free Facebook group or just send me you know, just have a chat sweet just well yeah sure whatever all the links I'm, are in there so yeah. I have one last question for you yes if you could share one thing that could help someone that might be trapped in that darkness and whether it's that they're, they can't see out of the forest because of all the trees, what would it be? Breathe. Just take a deep breath and reach out, reach out to someone just you're not, you're not alone. You're definitely not alone. And as much as, as much as I knew I wasn't alone, 
I thought the world was a better place without me. Yeah. But I know now the be- the world is a better place with me in it. So just reach out and know that you're worth it. Oh. 100% worth it. Don't ever doubt your worth because it's there. It's just a little bit lost. And take a deep breath and just reach out and say, I need help. I love that. As soon as you say, I need help, I want help, then the universe will just send the person there that needs you, that that you need. Just I 100% believe that because the people that came into my world when I just, I just said there has to be a better way. This can't, it's this bad, but now what? And then the, the people that came into my world like when I went to Washington, D.C. and met women that I'd never met before, we're still in touch now. I met my soul sisters. They're just best three days of my life, and I love the States. So any excuse to get over there. Well, anytime <laughs> you want to come running on the beach with me, you my doors oh. are open for you anytime. You are welcome. We were, we were in Florida a few years ago, and I just think the amount of women I've I've met over the last 12 months from the States, I'm like, we really, we actually want to live over there for, for six to 12 months. So, Girl, and discover on. that beautiful country. Girl, come on. It's, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> and I think for those of us that live here, we truly forget what it looks like through somebody else's eyes. So, oh my gosh, Colleen, I just, I adore <laughs> you. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for sharing with everyone. Um, you guys, if you have questions, she is open to you just messaging her, find yeah. her, friend her, follow her, all of the <laughs> You can stalk me. <laughs> yeah, stalk her because, you know, we can, and here's the thing, we can only grow in, in, when we lift each other up. So I'm just so grateful chose to spend this time with me. Ladies, gentlemen, if you're listening to Until next week, I appreciate you. And as Colleen says, and I will reaffirm it, that you are enough. If you could only see how enough Mm. you truly, truly are, you would never, if you could see the light that shines from within you, you would never doubt yourself again. 100%. 100%. So with that, have a magical rest of your day, Colleen. And if you love this episode, Share it with your friends, share it with your family, subscribe, rate, review, do all the social things. And until next time, thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I appreciate you. And remember, you are loved, you are treasured, you are adored, you are worthy, and you are so more than enough. I hope that you were inspired, and if you were, please feel free to download, share, and leave a comment. I would be eternally grateful. Thank you so much, and have an absolutely magical day.